Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest is Irvin Laszlo. He is a concert pianist. He's been a prodigy since a child. He's played around the world, originally from Hungary, Budapest, where he still resides. He's written over 101 books, and we're going to be talking about one of his books today, a book that we really do need in our world at the present moment, How We Can Build a Better World, the Work Shift Manual. Uh, we need a better world right now. The pandemic at the present moment is an invitation, an invitation to change. The universe has shaken us up, woken us up, asked us to stand up, change it up, and rise up. And this is an invitation we cannot afford to turn down. It is really imperative at the present moment that we look to what need changes are needed, how we're going to do these changes. And uh, we have predicted about four more years um, of challenges before with those changes take place. So let's make sure we water seed and nurture those seeds into a better world because the one we've got right now is not working. Um, I invite you to come and look at the posting and see all the wonderful work that he's done. Um, but the book that we're going to get right into it right now, because I don't want to miss a thing with him. Welcome to the show, Irvin. Okay, wonderful Sarah. Pleased to be here indeed. Um, and it was an honor to be a part of, you know, the, the Source of Wonder Summit. Um, and you had some wonderful people on there. And there are so many people in the world right now who are a part of this wonderful change. And there really is hope, isn't there? There's optimism that we can, this time, make the changes necessary. Well, we have to, actually, mm -hmm. because the alternative is, is, is a dire, dire future. But we have a possibility, and I think we are taking it. It looks to me that there are already waves of change, waves of a new culture, of a new consciousness emerging, especially among young people, particularly in the social media, and, and even in politics. I think there is now hope. So I think there is uh, really a chance that we have that we better not miss. So that I wrote this book because I want to call attention to the fact that this is a chance and how we can seize this chance yeah. individ as individuals, each of us. I don't think there's anybody out there that realizes we don't need change, but the big word you just mentioned was how. They're not quite sure how to go about it. You know, right now, crisis is on the on the minds, you know, uh, whether they're going to see their loved ones again, you know, this silent killer of the pandemic, uh, the economic crisis. But all of this is the wonderful Celtic rune disruption. You have to have disruption, house cleaning, before you can put things back together. And this is the opportunity right now, isn't it? But the how is how do we do it? How do we go about it? And what would you say would be the first steps? Well, this is why I wrote this little book, which the subtitle is World, The World Shift Manual. Mm -hmm. Tongue in cheek, saying that there is a shift of the world. It's coming about our world is shifting. And we need a manual for that. 
At least this is an attempt to draft out the major elements which we have to learn to elaborate. But the manual says that we each have a chance to be a positive aspect of the world that we want to see. Like Gandhi said, you know, be the change you want to mm. see in the world. And now we really can be that because the, this, there is an, an infection going through the world and not only a virus infection. Mm. There's an infection by a new hope, by a new paradigm, by a new culture that's moving about and spreading in the world. Infectiously, um, I would say, I would rather use a better term than that. <laughs> but it's getting around, it's being picked up. It's starting with young people, starting with the social media, starting with people who have had enough of the very self-centered, self-aggrandizing politics and business that only cares about itself mm. and not about the clients and, and the share, only the shareholders, not the stakeholders. And, and uh, technologists will only care about creating new technologies to make money. Mm. So the old world is, is, is disappearing, has to disappear. It's on the way down. It's setting, the sun is setting on the old world, but there is a dawn for something else. Mm. And that's what we have start to see because there's a very simple and basic consideration I think that's just to keep in mind. If we wouldn't have this, this crisis, this uh, disruption, as you say, then we would be stuck in the old way of doing things, which means this unsustainable way, yeah. which means that sooner or later we'll have a crisis. And the other crisis that we would have, we don't know whether it will be caused by global warming, by the refugee crisis, by violence erupt erupting and getting into a nuclear, nuclear, nuclear level as well, by the sea level rise, we don't know what would be causing this. But once it's almost certain, we wouldn't easily be able to get rid of it. We would have to cope with it. Now we have a chance to have a global crisis that it turns out that we can come, come overcome, that we can master it some way. That's the good news. Mm -hmm. But as sooner or later, and hopefully with as little sacrifice as possible, we will master this crisis. And then we can ask ourselves, where do we go from here? And where we go has to be the answer is not back to the immediate past, but way back. Yes, indeed back, but back to our roots, back to the source, back to nature, back to the universe. Because it's, we are part of that larger system, that larger wave of evolution which we call life in the, on the, in the, on, in, in the biosphere. Right. So if we want to go someplace, we have to go back to the source. Mm -hmm. My previous book, you know, before this one, which was published about six months ago, was called uh, Re Reconnecting to the Source. And the message that I'm now saying is, yes, let's recognize that we can reconnect. We have a spiritual dimension if our consciousness of our psyche of our personality that can perceive a deeper connection between us, a connection that now the quantum sciences are, are documenting and warranting and showing that it really exists. But this deep connection of oneness to each other, for each other, and together with each other, that is something that is emerging and it's emerging already 
there is a change, a wind of change is blowing, and that is our chance. If it wouldn't come, wouldn't have come, we would be stuck in the old way, and then the next crisis would be worse. Yes. Let's over this crisis and let's create, build a better world. Mm. You know, we've created this dis-ease in the world and we are the only solution for it. And a great deal of it is our attitude. And we have been taught maybe in the last hundred years that everything external is going to make us feel better. Having more, being more, larger title, more followers is going to make us more. And really, as you say, going back to source, the inner source, what lies within us, all the answers that we seek, all the solutions that we need to live a fruitful, abundant and enrichment life lies within us. It is the connection to that source energy and to understand what our particular gift is to this world and to bring it forth in service because we're all here in service of each other, aren't we? Uh, this is wonderful to hear, wonderful to know because you, you are articulating the whole, you are articulating a new dawn. Mm -hmm actually the, the kind of world that could be and has to come yes. for our survival even on this planet. Mm -hmm. And this is like yourself, there are media people and there are young people, there are people entering even into politics, people now in business as well, who are saying something like this. Mm -hmm. And this was not the case before. Before it was a kind of a flower children, it was just yes. The sort of the soft uh, esoteric edge. Yeah. Now it's moving toward the center because the center, the old center doesn't work. We need something else. And this something else is coming. A new spark, a new flame, something that's moving us as you are articulating it, as I try to put into the, in this book. Not difficult to understand because we feel it ourselves. Yeah. Answer is in us, within us, just as you say. And the word feel it, you know, where we have um, placed so much emphasis on our thoughts, but unless we ignite our soul wisdom to ignite through the heart, lift up the spirit, the mind will not know what the mind needs to know when it needs to know it. And it's get out of your head and come from your heart. That's where the wisdom speaks through, your heart. And when you're engaged with your heart, uh, your soul will guide you and you'll never go wrong. Absolutely. You know, I was very influenced already as a young man. Mm -hmm. A great English, English, American, mostly British origin philosopher, Alfred North Whitehead. Mm -hmm. heard of him. But yes. He was talking about all things, what he called actual entities. And they are from atoms to galaxies. They're all actual entities. They're things that are happening now. Entities that are, came, to, came into being and evolved together. And they're all connecting. What he's saying is that each actual entity, he was a metaphysician, you see, mm -hmm. but a great man, a friend of Einstein and, and wrote absolutely foundational work. But he says every actual entity prehends all the other actual entities in the world. And this prehension, he uses this term, prehension is not just an intellectual knowledge, it's a feeling. He says we feel the world around us. Mm -hmm. And then he says further, we are the sum total of our feelings of the world. Yeah. That is what shapes us. So this, I grew up with this kind of thing, thinking 
new paradigm thinking. We didn't call it new paradigm at, at that time, but now this is what we are, I maintain this is, is the important expression. But this is the paradigm of thinking. It says we are connected, we, are, we evolve, we evolve together. And if we want to flourish, first of all, even to survive, to, and then to flourish, to grow further, we have to do, be, do it together and feel it, what's mm -hmm. going on. Because that doesn't mislead us. No. Because the feeling is what we feel, how we are. Well-being, mm -hmm. we well when we are being in connection. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. I think you were given a gift very, very early with your music. You, know, you were a childhood prodigy, you got to play around the world. And I know from interviewing musicians, it's a language of connection with the soul and the heart that uh, just moves your fingers, you know, just moves you. If you don't feel what you're playing, then you're not connected. And I think having that gift of connecting with your piano of really the transcendence that you brought about to other people to make them feel has been the gift that you were given because we're all given gifts and of course since then you've articulated it in movements and events and also in your books but how much has that music played with you and the work that you do well great music when it is performed as it should be then it's an experience mm -hmm. It's an, it's an, it's an all practically an, an out of body experience. It's beyond your everyday, everyday world, beyond your brain, yes. beyond the things around you. Connection but to source. Experience, it's an experience of oneness. You know, yes. you can now say it, it sounds, you know, esoteric, how come? But the experience is that, you can't deny it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had the chance as a, as a young, young child, even, and as a young man to play many concerts and play with some of the excellent great orchestras and, and conductors and chamber musicians and so on. And then also for public. And when you are together with top level musicians and you play for a public and everybody begins to come in, uh, in line, can come together in a coherent state, yeah. which is where you, where you are feeling each other, Mm -hmm. Not as individuals, you are feeling part of the this connection. tremendous dynamic, mm -hmm. you know, sphere. It's, it's in that different dimension. That's what one feels. Mm -hmm. And can't play really good music unless one feels that. Really good music comes forth when you are manifesting this, when you are expressing what you are feeling. You know? Yeah. And so, I, what is this feeling? I ask myself when I then turn into science and philosophy. What is this feeling that I had? It's a feeling, of course, of love, mm -hmm. of, of oneness, of joining, uh, of uh, a multiplicity coming together. But above, above all, to use a musical term, it's a feeling of harmony. Yes, yes. You know, everything is in tune. This is what the great spiritual masters of the great religions in the East have been saying it all along. Mm -hmm. In the West, we'll be using it in Bible and the New Testament. So Jesus will be calling it love, you know, universal mm -hmm. love for, for, for all your fellow beings and for everything around you. So I think this is the same thing. Spiritually, intrinsically, we have been expressing this, we've been feeling this. But superficially, unfortunately, it was a dominant superficial layer which says all of this is just imagination, just fantasy. We're all individuals separate and we only have our own, our own interests to maintain. 
and all the rest is bunk. It's just sort of Sunday sermon time. <laughs> this is, was a great danger because it led us down the wrong path. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I say that each one of us has a gift. So let's look at it like each one of us is given an instrument to play. And it's up to us to play it from the heart, from the soul, with feeling and with meaning. We then look for an orchestra to join. And we create a symphony that resonates out in inspiration and invitation that envelops others into lifting up and rising up to their own higher vibration, opening up their own heart and souls to the music. Um, we all have a beautiful instrument. One of our self-discoveries is what is that instrument? And don't look to the external expectation of what it should be, but go into the internal gift that lies within you and discover that and learn to play it because we all have a gift, don't we? We are born with it. Mm -hmm. Just like every cell in our body. Yes. Is, is already got a program, to, to use another awful term from informatics, but it's already in, intrinsically mm -hmm. predisposed to work with other cells. And altogether these cells create an organism. Mm -hmm. And if any group of cells does not follow its calling, then the organism becomes, becomes diseased. Yeah. That's a disease then. And if those group of cells remain disconnected from the rest and only look after their own immediate interest, which is to grow, every cell wants to grow, you know, then what do we have? Then we have a cancer. And sooner or later, that group of cells overshoots the mark and kills the host. Yeah, yeah. So coherence, oneness, experience of art, experience of, of living spirituality, all this now has to be come to the forefront again. We have pushed it to the back as being just sort of just sort of philosophy or, or, or kind of spiritualism and not anything to take seriously. Now I think the time has come to realize that we are spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. We can apprehend each other, as White has said. We can feel each other, just like one cell feels all the other cells in the body and everybody feels all the other bodies around it. And how every planet, every solar system feels being part of the galaxy, it's all, all pulled together. Quantum scientists are telling this, it's not just imagination. Right. Every yeah. part of this universe is immediately, instantly connected with every other part. Yeah. Some connections are more evident than others, but the connections are there. This is an ex experimentally warranted and it is and, and proven fact this right. kind of intrinsic internal universal connection mm. you know we're all energetically bound together and we're all made of the same particles we just kind of come out in different molds and you know as a human we're given this vessel and so many people just get stuck in the vessel without connecting to source to that energy to that wonderful divine information that lies in the universe. And when we ignite with that, which I think 2020 and uh, as uh, has been predicted, another four years of, of, of the transition before we change into that better world, you know, it is shaking us up. And, you know, it's, it's like a virus on a computer. You know it's in there somewhere. You've got to find it and delete it. And then you have to reset everything again. Um, it, it, this is an opportunity right now, isn't it? It's an opportunity to see what isn't working, what is important, how we need to go forth 
in a, in, in a different mindset and a different soul set uh, because we are the problem, but we're also the solution. So this year has put us on pause. It's shaken us up. It's uh, given us an ultimatum. And your book could not be more important right now as to how we can navigate through these times while creating this better world that we all need to live in. You know, Sarah, I wrote this book on the spur of a moment. Mm -hmm. A couple of weeks, it just came together. Mm -hmm. It just wrote itself. Yes. My previous book was Reconnecting to the Source. It's a very serious treatise showing how spiritual experience brings you togetherness, brings you love, and, and how this is supported by quantum science. But then I said, now I have to explain this in such a way that people can understand it. You know, the best response that I can hope for, that anybody can hope for, to anything that you are saying, is the response what is known as the aha experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Aha. Mm. It's, I've known it. We have yes. let it in us. Yes. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. A Plato said this two and a half thousand years ago. He said the soul is connected to all things, you know, yes. at the higher level. And we are, have this soul, call it whatever you like, consciousness or spirit or mind or soul, but it's something is in us which is not mechanical, which is not simply oriented to ourselves, selfishly, self-centeredly, but oriented in such a way that it seeks coherence with the rest. Coherence expressed as feeling, as love, but also expressed scientifically in the scientific perspective as a condition or state in which every part of the system is, is in resonance with every other part. Yeah. You know, so nothing is left out of it. No, we everything all, is part of the equation. holograms, you know, it's a nice, a nice metaphor. A hologram, all the information of the, the entire hologram is in every part of it. Yeah. So we, as part of the universe, we resonate with the whole universe. It's in us. And mm-hmm. again, it's another thing that scientifically now can be shown. Yeah. not just imagination. No, no the, the quantum energy is being measured now, isn't it? People who choose to live in either spirituality or love, they, res- they recognize that it's people living in a higher frequency, a higher vibration. And the higher vibration that you live in, you can't knowingly do harm to anyone else because it's against the very core of you. And yes. your core is what guides you. So by rising up to that higher level, spirituality, love, source, core, what anybody wants to call it, it is your, your compass in life. And it will guide you always straight. It will always guide you right. It will always give you the answers. You've just got to be tuned into it. It's an auto-guidance system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's built into the universe. You know, scientists are very afraid of talking about an intrinsic orientation in nature, because they thought that's going to lead directly to the religious idea of a transcendental God or divinity mm. outside the system who's directing the system, you know, like an orchestra conductor or like a father being outside and telling, telling the nature what to do. We don't need to do that because yeah. we find that even on the quantum level, all things are so oriented that they build structures, mm-hmm. they build systems. You know, a hydrogen atom is not made up of just protons and neutrons and electrons. It's made up of a structure into which you can add more electrons and then you get helium and then you can get boron and then you move on and you create crystals and molecules and cells and living organisms. It all comes together because this divine spark, a search for coherence 
a search for oneness is there. Yeah. It was there at a certain point eight billion years ago when this evolutionary phase of the universe has started. And we are the children of that mm. evolutionary phase. So understanding that is just to find support from science of something that we already feel ourselves. Yeah. We have to feel it ourselves, but it's good to know that it's not contrary to what we find in the sciences. We don't find mechanical laws. We find tendency, we find connection, we find impulses, we find vibrations and resonance, we find fields, not little hard little bits and pieces that mechanically billiard balls push each other, you know. That was the Newtonian idea. Poor Newton, he didn't think himself that was the true idea. He wanted to go beyond that. Yeah. But his follower reduced the whole world into mechanical interactions. And now it turns out that those interactions could not have brought about the world that is actually around us and that is in us in the, in the time that was available since the beginning of the universal process. Mm. Could not have been far too complex. So this plain idea, there is something more to the universe than mechanical laws. Yeah. Something more than chance. There is something that directs it. We don't need to apply it to a transcendental being because it's in us. Each of us have this divine element in us because it's in the whole world, everywhere. The consciousness, right? The it's consciousness. In expressed in our consciousness. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're... One thing I think we've, we've forgotten what we are as human beings is that we're explorers, we're wanderers, we, we're, you know, we love adventure, we love discovery, we're incredibly creative when we allow ourselves to be. So if we could get out of our own limitations and just be willing to put one foot in front of the other in a discovery of wonderment with eyes wide open, we would make those connections. We would understand them. We would understand what our role is in this world, what our contribution is. Uh, we need to ignite that exploration within ourselves again, isn't it? And this is something which is present in us. Yeah. I, I have a sense of suspicion that there is something going on when I speak, when I have a good dialogue partner, when I sit down and write and I feel in the right mood, there is something happening which is not quite conscious, not quite coming from me. Mm -hmm. There is something moving forward. Very often I have a sense that, you know, I sit down and if I have an idea in mind, which I feel it has to, it has to be born. Yes. Once, of course, you know, then I sit down and write and then sometimes it just goes wrong. Sometimes <laughs> this doesn't matter. And something is wrong. And you know, very strange things. If I write something like that, then I want to send it by email, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go off. <laughs> right. Sometimes it just disappears, you know, and, and you don't find it again. <laughs> when you are writing something, expressing something that feels good, then it's there. And it writes itself practically. Yeah. And it wants wings. It develops its own wings, right, to get out there. And this is not, you know, just esoteric speculation. It's an experience. Mm -hmm. The experience that I've had. So I don't claim that I've written all my books, you see. Okay. <laughs> I, you I'm opened not... up the channel and you, you conduited it. You allowed the universal wisdom to come through you. Exactly. Right? Allowed. Yeah. Allowed. allowed. <laughs> religions have been saying that spiritual systems, uh, we have been talking about the Tao and, and mm -hmm. the and all that. 
you allow things to express themselves. We need to do that. Mm -hmm. to do that. And now we need to find what we really are and find it by having this kind of discussions that we are having, by looking at publications that if we can bring forward and communicate that way. I'm absolutely dedicated to carrying this forward because this is the seed of a better world. Right. I don't know if it's four, four years, it could be four months, it could be very yeah. fast. It could be 4,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something that is happening because this higher, complex, more evolved being that a human being is. Yes. As a possibility to be switched, consciously switched into the universe. Yeah. Not just being a bystander mm. who says, I, I, and me, 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 and mine. Yeah. You know, you have to get beyond that, knowing yeah. that together, yes, I put a tagline on this book, together we can, we, we can yeah. do it, you know. Be together. the participant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to be interactive in our own lives, you know, stop looking to everyone else for the solution, you know, you have written a guideline, and I think both books need to be read, you know, how to connect to one's soul, how to open it up, and then, the, you know, the second book of actually how to use that wisdom in making the change that is necessary, how, being a part of the equation, and, I, you know, it's no longer leave it up to someone else to do, it's up to each and every one of us to participate and to contribute in some form or other. We are the solution we seek. We've been the problem. Let's be the solution now. And your books that you've written are a wonderful guideline. Uh, and just listening to your music as well. You know, it's, uh, it's just, as you said, transcending. You know, you get lost in it and it takes you on your own journey, which is wonderful. And of course, your son, Alexander, is following in your footsteps. So he's also leading the pack there. And your Budapest uh, club. Uh, you know, you're you're not a one-trick pony, that's for sure. You're somebody that really has devoted your life to igniting that heart and soul and, uh, and having people realize they are the answer, they are the gift, it lies within them. All they need to do is just participate, interact, and share. Absolutely. This is what you are saying, what needs to be said. And if more people start seeing it and it spreads, then we have not any problems anymore. Mm -hmm. The ripple effect. <laughs> we use a guidance system. Yeah. Or the butterfly. Yeah. Or the ripple. Whatever you say, there are so many metaphors, you know. Or the caterpillar. Mm -hmm. becomes, you know. Yeah. It's, and now is a chance because yeah. now we don't have that old system where you must only act like this, you must compete mm -hmm. and you must look for yourself. Otherwise, you go down because it's a jungle out there. Right. It's not a jungle out there. Or rather, I would say if, if it is, is a jungle, because the jungle is a very coherent system. Yes, yes. Everybody knows their part in it, right? <laughs> you know, part of the orchestra. Not everybody's going to be the leading soloist, you know? The triangle is just as important. There's no waste. Everything has its need, is, yeah. is needed. And everything does what it needs to do. Come back to that. Mm -hmm. Come back. What, how nature works. I'm somewhat fortunate because you know, I live in Tuscany, you know, and I live out in the country, and I have some walks here where I can walk in nature without even seeing anybody if I, if I don't wish to. And mm. now this is safer. I can spend hours out in nature, walking around, looking up at the sky, and, and uh, somehow feeling oneself with that harmony. 
and, and the rest of the time I can come in and try to express it. So not everybody can do that, obviously, not everybody lives out in the country, but nature itself is a wonderful experience. It's, yes. it's its own orchestra and it's always willing to play for you if you're willing to listen. Allow yourself to be in contact with it. Yeah. Yes. But you can also do it through art, you can do it through music, mm -hmm. through art forms, through poetry, and, and through, through interpersonal contact. Yes, talking to each other. Yes. Know, and finding, yes. finding the resonance, you know, finding that, yes, this is what I meant. This mm -hmm. is how it has to be. If that spreads in the world, then I think the world will change and I think it will yeah. could change very fast. The world is shut down. We're not shut down. We're asked to stand up. You know, this is the time for us to really reflect and see everything that went wrong and how we're going to put it right. And somebody as seasoned as you who has dedicated your life to all of this work with your music, with your books, with your, your calling, um, for you to articulate it and put it in books that is easy for people to follow, um, something that will you know, ignite something in them and then they can digest it, feel it, try it out, use it, and then go back and digest some more and then know how to actually put it out there in the world. You've given the, the people the why, you've given them the instructions of the how. And having someone like yourself who has truly and utterly immersed yourself in the source of energy throughout your life, um, you're the kind of teacher that we need. We need to hear from somebody who isn't just kind of newly reborn, but somebody that has truly followed this path all their lives and is committed to it because the truth of what you say will resonate with the heart and soul. It will ignite it in that truth. It will invite them to want to know more, to explore more and to learn how to bring forth that beautiful source energy themselves. So thank you so much for all the work that you have done. So this is what I try to do. <clears throat> Sometimes I think this whole life around us is like a giant orchestra. Mm -hmm. How to play together. Yeah. There's no conductor and there is no score except you give the first beat. Yes. After that it evolves. It, it, and the musicians all play spontaneously together because they feel each other. You know? The authoria. <laughs> it's wonderful to be part of that. Yes, yes. And it's wonderful there are people like yourself to carry this forward and to communicate to, to larger ah, Well, with people like you, it makes it very easy to do. So thank you. How do people get hold of the book? And, and how do people kind of get hold of you and understand what your organization is doing? Well, uh, there's a new website being finished, actually. Uh, I think there's a temporary one, but in next week we'll have it done. But you can already get on it. Um, it it's called thelaslowinstitute.com. All in, getting together, thelaslowinstitute.com. And then there is the Club of Budapest. There, there, is, uh, all, there is also on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble, on various sites. There is my little handbook, the World Shift Manual. Mm -hmm. If you put in my name, I'm just simply put in, how do we build a better world? And if you look it up on Amazon, you'll get the links. You can now get it on, as an e-book. E you can get it as a print book. You can get it as an audio book. And so whatever you think, and it costs next to nothing. Basically. Right. I, you know, that's another big word that we need to ask people to do. Please invest in yourself. 
invest in your well-beingness, invest in connecting with your heart and soul, invest in igniting your source, because that's the very best investment you will ever do. And things like your books and your music will be that kind of investment that will help them find and navigate that path. So we have to stop spending the money out there and start investing in ourselves, don't we? Right, that's the message. Mm -hmm. I'm here to carry forward this message. I'm here to serve. What I want to do is do something that is useful, which helps to ignite. Mm -hmm. This is already flaming in us. Yes. But it has to spread, has to flourish, it has to connect. And these people like yourself, I think we can, we can do it. And I think we can do it pretty fast. I think the, the, it's tilted. You know, people are wanting it. They're waking up. They know there's got to be something more. They're just saying, like, where is it? How is it? You know, how do we do it? How do we get to it? And this is where, you know, your books, your wisdom, your teachings is so needed right now because people are hungry. They want a different life. They know the system's broken. They know there is no going back. There's moving forward, but let's not repeat the same mistakes. So having people reset back to their core, to their inner selves, and bringing that beautiful divine presence forth, that will be the beautiful orchestra that we are all going to be benefiting from in the future. But each and every one of us need to stand up, step up, and be a part of it. Amen. That's what I agree. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing here today. It's been an absolute honor. I've been wanting to have you on for so long. I'd love to have your son on as well. And, Wonderful. you know, the That's work that you're doing just, you know, um, is, is heavenly. Thank you. Uh, you know, you are the orchestra <laughs> and we hear you loud and clear. So thank you for igniting our heart and souls uh, for for that commitment that you have, that you've had your entire life. And uh, it truly does show, it really does benefit, and it's really awesome to be in your presence. So thank you so much. It's wonderful that it does something. It's good. I'm just trying to put it forward and see how it resonates. It seems to resonate, and that is a great source of satisfaction. Mm. Yes. Yes, exactly. To know that you're actually switching some people on. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Erwin. And uh, until next time, folks, remember his books, listen to his music as well. Go back and listen to The Source of Wonder. Uh, you will find it right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. Just put in Source of Wonder. You'll have all the people that spoke on that wonderful event as well. Go to his uh, Club Budapest and also the new site and listen and to his music, read his books. If you are looking for that solution, it's right here. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.